I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome to College Football Live, presented by... David. Uh, great to work with Dez every single time. Um, we get a top 10 matchup this weekend, guys. Going to see you guys in Knoxville, Tennessee for the second time this season. It's a showdown between Alabama and Tennessee on Saturday. Only the second time this century that these teams have met with both ranked in the top 10 and the first time since 2016 when Alabama won 49-10. to Tennessee quarterback and Heisman contender Hendon Hooker has the ball's offense rolling as they lead the FBS with over 547 yards per game and rank second in points per game, trailing only Ohio State. The big question on the other side, though, for Alabama is the health of the reigning Heisman winner, Bryce Young, who missed last week's win over Texas A&M due to a shoulder injury. With Young under center, Alabama has dropped back to pass on 67% of snaps. Marty Smith has more from Tuscaloosa. Good afternoon, Christine from Tuscaloosa. I had the opportunity today to chat with several Alabama players and head coach Nick Saban about Bryce Young's tremendous influence on the Alabama offense and the program in general. I love what running back Jameer Gibbs had to say. He said, Bryce is so smart and so fast at diagnosing what the defense is trying to do and immediately can put us in the best position to be successful against what they're trying to do. He said, it's almost like a master class and it is so fun for me to watch. The question is, will Gibbs have the opportunity to watch that Saturday in Neyland Stadium in Knoxville, Tennessee? Because we're still wondering if Bryce Young will be available for Alabama. Well, it's always a challenge when you don't know, you know, who's going to be able to play, especially, you know, when it's an important position like quarterback who distributes the ball, you know, every play. Um, but we have confidence in the other players. I think Coach Saban has done a really good job of not letting it be too much of a factor in, in impacting practice. Uh, Bryce is still getting his reps with the team. And we're also missing in other quarterbacks to see how they look in the offense in case he can't play. But I think it's been pretty good. Uh, everybody stayed focused and not really let that, you know, be a factor. We kind of just preparing as if Bryce would play and just taking it from there. I also had the opportunity to chat with linebacker Henry To'o To'o on Wednesday, Christine. He knows both sides of this rivalry. He transferred to Alabama from Tennessee. And he said, look, 
Tennessee has a really explosive offense behind Hendon Hooker. We know that they are capable of explosive plays and scoring a lot of points. But I think we have the best offense in the country, the one he sees every single day in practice. And I asked him about that rivalry and the fact that Alabama has won 15 consecutive games within it. He said, look, it's a legacy, one we really want to extend on Saturday afternoon. All right, thanks so much, Marty. David, I'm going to start with you because obviously I'm joking. I love working with you. Uh, that's the latest out of Tuscaloosa. How <laughs> crucial is Bryce for this matchup? I mean, he's pivotal. You, you, you saw Alabama last week. Um, they didn't look like the same team offensively, and that's because you didn't have Bryce. And you saw in Texas in a big moment when you needed him, he comes up huge. And, and, and you heard his teammates talking about how smart he is and the experience. You just can't replicate that and the playmaking ability that he has. So, you know, we can talk all we want about um, people being five stars and four stars. Bryce Young is that, but also has the experience, the intelligence, and the calm factor, which I think is huge when you're going, Des, to one of the most hostile environments in all of college football trying to play in Knoxville. Yeah, and then you look at the, um, the offense that they're going to have to go against. I mean, you look at Tennessee's offense, you know that Alabama's offense is going to have to score some points, right? Because Tennessee boasts one of the most explosive offenses in the FBS. And you look at Bama's defense, you say, man, how are they going to cover all of those wideouts? I mean, we went to Florida game. And then when he's not throwing the ball, Hendon Hooker, he's running the ball. I mean, he's a legitimate dual-threat quarterback. He's probably playing the best football of any quarterback in the FBS right now. And you got Will Anderson coming off the edge, right? You got Dallas Turner. But if they don't get home, what's going to happen on the back end? We've seen the back end, the secondary of Alabama's defense, be exposed. They were exposed in the, ten in the Texas game. They were exposed last week. And we're talking about going up against the Texas A&M team that struggled offensively up until the point that they got to Tuscaloosa and they found their offense. So I'm really concerned about Alabama's defense, especially if Bryce Young's not going to play because you know they're going to have to score some points, but the defense is going to have to get some stops. You mentioned Hendon Hooker. He's one of only two quarterbacks in FBS with 10, more than 10 uh, touchdowns and zero interceptions. The second one is Dylan Gabriel out of Oklahoma. Is this the year that Tennessee is actually going to take down Alabama? That's the question. Uh, we will be there, as I mentioned, for the second time this season. Game day will be in Knoxville, Tennessee. This time the sixth-ranked balls are welcoming the third-ranked Crimson Tide to town. As we mentioned, you can watch Dez and Pollock that morning on game day at 9 a.m. Eastern. And before that, watch Countdown to Game Day because I'll be there, too, with Harry Lowes Jr. and Harry Douglas. Check it out on ESPN and the ESPN app. And I believe David Pollock is going to be on that show this weekend, too. So definitely want to watch that. There is another big top 10 game on Saturday for the third time. Penn State and Michigan will square off in an AP top 10 matchup. The Wolverines won 34 to 8 in 1997, while the Nittany Lions were victorious in 1994. The Nittany Lions and the Wolverines square off in the big house on Saturday at noon. Now, for Penn State to pull off the upset, they'll have to find a way to slow down Blake Corum. Nobody has rushed for more first downs than the Michigan running back this season. And his 11 rushing touchdowns ranked second in FBS. He has 500 rushing yards over his last three games, the first Michigan player to rush for 500 yards in a game in a three-game span since 2011. Um, David, I'm going to start with you on this one also. Will Penn State be able to slow down Blake Corum? I, I don't think they will. Um, and I say slow down. When you when you look at Corm, he's going to get fed. And, and Des, we talked all year about McCarthy and the quarterback situation and what they were going to do. 
Blake Corm's like, it don't matter, bro. I got you. You know, making long runs, making short runs. He can he can really do a great job of getting whatever you need in short yards or making home run plays. This Michigan team is built to run the football. That is who they are. That is what they are. The offensive line, that's what they challenge them to do. So I think Penn State will have a tremendous challenge to try to match the physicality of Penn State or of Michigan and Blake Corm because that's where it starts. Yeah, David, I tell you what, excuse me, I've been watching Penn State, too. Now, Michigan's defense, especially their run defense, is going to have their hands full. Uh, Penn State got two freshmen, Katron Allen and Nick Singleton. I mean, these guys are outstanding young running backs. When you watch them, you get a sense of, wow, where did they get these two young running backs who are both effective? Singleton is a guy who right now, David, if he sees a crease, he hits it, and most, pe most defenses, they're not going to be able to catch him. Exactly. Once he gets in space, he's going. So Michigan's going to have their hands full defensively trying to stop that Penn State running game, too, because with these two running backs, Christine, I tell you what, this offense now has balance, and so it's a dangerous offense. I do want to ask you, as a follow-up uh, to your to what you were saying, David, do you feel like Blake Corum is in the Heisman conversation this season? No, I don't feel like he's in the Heisman conversation, but that don't mean he won't be. Um, I think that right now we're still figuring it out. Let's shoot. Jalen Daniels, you look at him from Kansas, was in the discussion. Uh, Hendon Hooker, obviously, at the top. But Blake Corm is not there yet, but five, over 500 yards in the last three games. You keep doing that throughout the season. And Dez, you know as well as I do, you do it to the Buckeyes late in the year, now you're going to get all them eyeballs. <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens. Yeah, in that well, well, Christina, you, you asked David that question, so I'm going to let David answer. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. okay, coming up next on College Football Live, there are 15 teams that remain undefeated, but David and Des will tell us the ones that we're not talking about enough. And we'll be joined on the show by Davius Richards, star quarterback for the 4 and 1 North Carolina Central Eagles. You're not going to want to miss that. Stay right here on College Football Live. College Football Live is presented by Zillow. There's no place like Zillow. And in part by the new two for $5 menu at Sonic. Only at Sonic. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to College Football Live. Presented by Zillow. 
Welcome back to College Football Live. Jay Walker, Tiffany Green here with you. And guess who's joining us? The big man on campus at North Carolina Central quarterback, Davius Richard. We appreciate you being here. Appreciate the opportunity to be here. All right, Davius. Now, the Eagles soaring high right now with a record of 4-1. and one. You were able to knock off your rival at the beginning of the season in North Carolina A&T. You went on the road and got a win against a then-ranked New Hampshire team. Give us the inside scoop, Davius, on what has the Eagles playing so well right now. Uh, for the most part, I'm not really surprised because I've seen the work that these guys put in during the offseason from January to the summer to fall camp. And then each week, in and out, they attack it just like it's the first day they're here. The intensity haven't changed. The focus haven't changed. And the results continue to show on Saturdays. All right, quarterback, talk to me now. Let's keep it real. You're responsible for 15 touchdowns on the season, right? So you knew you had to deliver your game there. Your team is the number two ranked team in all of HBCU football. You guys got a home game coming up against Morgan State, and you're the big man on campus. Life's pretty good right now for Davis Richard. How's it feel? I mean, it feels good uh, to have that winning feeling each and every Saturday. Uh, be able to go out there on Saturdays this week, Thursday, uh, score some touchdowns with my boys, who I've been around the whole year putting in tough work with. And it's just a blessing to be here. And like I said, it's fun to wake up <laughs> every game day knowing I got a good group of guys around me for to go put some points on the board and just celebrate. Well, North Carolina Central shooting for that MEAC title in your open conference play Thursday as you host Morgan State. Good luck to that game. It'll be on ESPN, too. Jay and I will be on the call. And before kick, though, we got to tell you about Black College Live coming to you noon. That's right. We're shooting the show at noon from the NCCU Student Center. You can also follow us and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Black College Live. All right, guys, thanks. Let's take a look at today's road test presented by Goodyear. And, guys, there are a lot of big matchups this weekend. There's six ranked-on-ranked games. Three of them are amongst undefeated team. David, I'm going to go to you first on this one. Which one stands out to you? I think Penn State going on the road to Michigan. I think this is a great – I mean, think about the Big Ten and what this means with Ohio State, Penn State, uh, Michigan all being undefeated. It's obviously a pivotal game in the Big Ten. And to look at the balanced offense so far that you've seen from Penn State. Great balance. They've been able to run the football really well. They're better on the offensive line than I've seen them in a while. Defensively, they've stopped the run really, really well. So I think we might find out a good bit about Michigan and Penn State this weekend because – we're, uh, we're asking those questions now, and you start to get to the point in the season where you're like, who have they beaten? Now, big-time atmosphere, big-time game in the Big Ten. I tell you what's a big-time matchup in the Big 12 that I'm looking forward to. You're looking at Oklahoma State going on the road against TCU. And, Pollock, we just saw TCU and uh, Lawrence, Kansas against the Jayhawks. And, man, I tell you what. The thing I like now about the Cowboys, you watch Spencer Sanders. I mean, the, the, the leap that he took from a, last year to this season has been gigantic. He's protecting the ball. I spoke to a few coaches who, who's coached against them so far this season. They said he's so mature. He has great control of the offense. He has a tremendous understanding of not only what they're trying to do as far as Oklahoma State offensively, but what the opponent's defense is trying to do to stop them. So... This Oklahoma State team on the road, I'm really excited to see this matchup Saturday. 
you mentioned that he's so mature. He's been there for like 50 years. I know we say this every single time, but he's been there forever, so that makes sense. He also leads the Big 12 with 18 yeah. touchdowns this season, and it's because he's a very wise and seasoned player. Okay, let's take a look at What's Your Beef, seasoned. presented to you by Old Trapper. 15 undefeated teams remain, and there are some surprises among that group. TCU is 5-0 for the first time since 2017. The Horn Frogs get their biggest test of the season so far when they host number 8 Oklahoma State on Saturday on ABC. Is Syracuse for real? We'll find out over the next two weeks when they play a pair of top 15 opponents in NC State and number four, Clemson. So we'll s this is the question here, Des, and I'm going to start with you on this one. What undefeated team isn't getting enough praise this season? Finally, she started one with me. All right, now let's talk about TCU, the Horn Frogs. <laughs> the Horn Frogs, you know, like I said, Christine, we saw them up close and personal uh, a week ago. And, man, David, when I saw Max Duggan, I was like, this guy is big. Because the week before, I'm watching this quarterback run away from Oklahoma secondary. And I didn't know he was so big and so fast. Listen, they play really good defense. They have a high-powered offense. And I tell you what, I, I don't think that they're getting the respect as an undefeated team that they deserve. But if they defend their home turf, David, against the Pokes, I think people start to look at the Horn Frogs a little differently. Dang right. That's what happens, right? You go out and earn it, right? And I, and I think... TCU has that opportunity, and I think Syracuse has that opportunity. They're playing against Penn State. Devin Leary's banged up. All Syracuse has done is find ways to win. Garrett Schrader transfers over at quarterback. I think 10 touchdowns, one interception, taking care of the football. We saw Sean Tucker be at his best a year ago, but so now they have a little bit of balance on the offensive side of the football. Special teams has played good. Dude, Syracuse and NC State. I, if Syracuse wins this game and gets to 7-0, I mean, goodness gracious. First of all, nobody thought Syracuse was going to be undefeated to this point. Nobody, including me. Not even close did I think Syracuse would be undefeated. So it's been a heck of a start for Dino Babers and company. As you mentioned, nobody expected this. This is the first time that they go, they've gone 5-0 and since 1987. So it's been a minute for them to be at this point in the season and um, be undefeated. You weren't alive, Christine. <laughs> Thank you. you. Thank alive. you for letting everybody know how young I am. Thank you. Uh, still to come on College of Football Live, a crucial matchup in the Pac-12 with USC visiting Utah. Which high-powered offense will have the edge? That's next on the show. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. College Football Live is presented by Zillow.
There's no place like Zillow. Please remember that this final does constitute 40% of your grade. Where's the bus? Guys, <laughs> I'm trying to get my degree here. There's no time for that, Bettis. We need you for our spooky adventure. There's been a sighting of George Gibbs' ghost. We need you, Jerome. Ghostbusting's a three-man job. You gotta be kidding, right? I ain't afraid of no ghost. Two ABC college football games are featuring on Saturday. The first one is a massive Big 12 matchup. Number eight, Oklahoma State takes on number 13, TCU, at 3.30 Eastern. And in our Saturday night football game presented by Capital One, number four, Clemson, is 6-0. And they'll be in Tallahassee taking on 4-2 FSU at Doak Campbell Stadium, 7.30 Eastern, while the colorful Pat McAfee and his crew highlight our ESPN2 telecast. All right, to the Pac-12 we go. Seventh-ranked USC travels to take on number 20 Utah on Saturday. USC behind Caleb Williams is undefeated at 6-0, and Utah suffered its second loss of the season last Saturday to their crosstown rival UCLA. But interestingly enough, they do enter the game as three-and-a-half-point favorites. Expect a close game as these two teams have nearly identical numbers this season. They're both averaging over 40 points per game, and they're the only two teams in the Pac-12 that have held their opponents to fewer than 20 points per, per game. ESPN's FPI favors the home team in this one, giving Utah a 62% chance to win. All right, knowing that and looking at these numbers, Des, I'm going to start with you once again. Which unit are you looking most at <laughs> when it comes to the impact on this game? I appreciate the love. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I'm looking at Utah's defense. You know, Utah played UCLA a week ago, and Kyle Whittingham, the, the head coach, he admitted, he said in the second half, we just couldn't get any stops. He said that the Brewers had too many explosive plays all on the um, in the passing game and running the ball. I think they're going to have to get some stops, maybe create some turnovers. Check out Clark Phillips. He had a pick six against UCLA, and he had a pick six the previous week. I think that defensively, they're going to have to get some stops and try to create some turnovers. That's going to be the key to this game. If Utah's defense can create a turnover or two in the second half, late in the game, then they may win. And they struggled mightily last week. DTR had his way, and they created explosive play after explosive play. So now you look for a team that's very prideful with Utah and to now bounce back against, I think, a better offense. Dye's been running the football really, really well. Caleb Williams, um, you know, two of the last three games, I would say he didn't play his best. Um, you know, finally turned the football over, which he hadn't done. But uh, he's been pressured more. But obviously, he's got Addison. Mario Williams emerging with a – that dude can absolutely scoot. You see him run off the tape. He's so fast. So, I think Utah, a tremendous challenge with this offense. Uh, but I, I decide, too, I, I look for USC's defense, too, to see they, they forced a lot of turnovers. Now a team that wants to line up and punch you in the mouth and run the football. And they've given up a lot of yards on the ground. So, Des, this should be a good matchup. And – Christine, I think, you know, game day implications, right? USC wins, Oregon. You got USC, Oregon next week. That's got to be on the radar. We would love to go to the West Coast. Let's go. Exactly. Uh, who you guys got in this matchup? Des? I'm sorry, say again? Who do you have in this matchup? Oh, uh, you know what? I think um, I think I'm going to have to go with the youths. I think the youths are going to bounce back. They're going to create some turnovers. And they can't turn the ball. Don't forget. They were still driving to try to, you know, make the score a little closer, and then Cam Rising fumbled. 
similar, similar to what happened in Florida. Don't forget, when they played the Gators, they could have beat the Gators on the road mm -hmm. in the red zone. Cam rising through interception. So they can't afford to turn the ball over either, David. David, you have Dez, one why second. why is she hitting you with the uh, <laughs> prediction on Wednesday? What is she doing, Dez? I know. That's like, what, don't we want to go there? <laughs>